This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Yak Gadget, made in America, based outside of Nashville, Tennessee. Yak Gadget offers all kinds of storage accessories, quick mount motor mounts, anchor systems, track mounted accessories, even paddles. Go to yakgadget.com and get your kayak decked out for your next trip out on the water. The 153 Bay Company, based in Troy, Ohio, make everything from plastics to custom painted hard baits. Hook them hard and hook them off. All of our baits are made to order and all of our hard baits are hand painted to order. So go to the153anglers.com to place your order today. Based in Santa Ana, California, BioAno Power provides the highest performance lithium-ion phosphate batteries for the marine market. These batteries are one quarter the weight of sealed lead acid batteries, provide over 2,000 to 3,000 charge cycles, and a 10-plus year service life. These batteries can be used for any deep cycle application, including running fish finders, trolling motors, live wells, and LED lights. For more information, visit BioAnoPower.com. That's B-I-O-E-N-N-O-P-O-W-E-R.com or contact dealers nationwide welcome to the paddle and fin podcast network this is the final cast segment with your hosts brad hicks and josh eldridge where we cast our final opinions on all products good and bad welcome to the final cast you're listening to the final cast on the paddle and fin podcast network i'm your host brad What's up, Brad? I'm Josh. Nice to hi. meet you. Hi, Josh. I'm Brad. <laughs> What's going on, man? Not much. How are you? Pretty good. Uh, pumped, man. We got a cool episode. Uh, we got Trey Leach from Innovative Sportsman. Welcome to the show, man. Thanks for having me. <laughs> let's get into it. Um, first off, uh, let's go into how you got into kayak fishing and how you got into this crazy thing with Innovative Sportsman. So it was actually a pretty crazy time for us. We were in the process of uh, building and moving into a new house and, and Jeff little, everybody knows Jeff little, he called me up. Um, he needed a, a, actually it was just a grass blaster for a torpedo cruise motor. Um, he said, Hey, is this something that you, you could look into? And at this time I had no idea what a torpedo motor was. Um, I wasn't into kayak fishing. I had a jet boat. We fished, uh, shallow rivers up here where I live at. So, um, he, I said, yeah, we're, we're willing to try and make anything. So he brought a motor out, uh, showed me what he needed done, left the motor. So we made the first grass blaster on a cruise motor. I think it was a cruise 2.0. Um, and he looked at it and he's like, this thing looks great. He said, you know, is this something you'd want to manufacture? And I honestly told him, I said, manufacturing is not really my thing, but you know, if it, if it pays the bills, I'll do it. Just manufacturing, it can be kind of boring. I like doing a lot of I like custom fabrication and building custom things. Um, and then it just snowballed from there. So after that, it was, uh, hey, I, I've got this rock guard for my Torquedo 403 that I had another gentleman build, but he doesn't want to do it anymore. He doesn't have the time. And would you be willing to look at it? I said, yeah, absolutely. So we looked at it. Um, 
we we made our own we put our own spin on it uh the original rock guard didn't have the grass blaster on it and then uh so we we advanced the first rock guard and that was really our first big production item that we started doing uh, my my welding business is called SDL Services, so it's kind of the mother mother company to Innovative Sportsman. Um, so we started the manufacturing line, and everything that we manufacture runs through Innovative Sportsman. I've been welding since I was eight. My dad was a welder, so I started really young, um, and I've been doing it ever since. You know, kind of about I'd say I think it was 2016. I, I told myself I got to go back to my roots and do what I what I know how to do and um you know let's start my own business so we we went from there and started out slow and then um the torpedo thing and uh making the kayak parts and stuff really you know accelerated the business and now you know we, we've got a hand in a little bit of everything but uh, we stay busy it's been a grind for sure we started making kayak parts in 2018 uh hmm. early 2018 so um we're, we're always trying to come up with something new and um you know, our, our slogan is we innovate so you can adapt because we just want everybody to be able to go out and enjoy kayak fishing. And mm -hmm. uh, since I started making parts, I sold my boat. I'm all kayak fishing now. We do some local tournaments with MAKBF. Um, we do a couple of the Hobie events and stuff, too. We This year, we really tried to branch out and help with the local tournaments and stuff. We we sponsor some and, you know, it's been great. The kayak community is awesome. We couldn't ask for any better. And I, for years, I always wanted to do something in the outdoor industry with my with my trade which is uh fabrication but i just didn't think it was ever possible how to how do you I, don't, I didn't know what i could do to become a welder in the outdoor industry but it found me and and it's been <laughs> it's been a blast that's a cool story man i like it <laughs> yeah yeah the more it's it's neat to hear because with kayak fishing you hear more and more companies being started out like this in a sense mm -hmm. It's um, a very DIY, you know, like side to fishing that you see. And so it's cool because it breathes life, breathes life into a lot of, you know, companies and people come up with ideas and they're like, yeah, yeah. You know, like you said, you started out like doing custom stuff. You're like, yeah, I'll, I'll build you one of those. And then the, the beauty of the kayak fishing industry is like once one dude has it, like everybody wants one too. Yeah. And, you know. And when you have a good, you know, skilled trade like you do, it's it's really cool to see. I have I have a buddy who um, he does like home audio visual stuff. His name's Mike, and he's real handy like that. He can weld. He can, you know, do a, he's three D printed stuff, and he's built like Torquedo mounts too, man. And like one person sees at a tournament, and then ten, ten people are asking right then and there, like, "Hey, can you build me one of these?" You know. Mm -hmm. But um, it's it's really neat to see, you know, people grow their, you know, grow a business out of out of something that's I don't mean to say it's niche, but in the fit, overall fishing thing, it it was it's I, I think it's kind of getting above that status. But it's it's really cool to see people have success with it, man. And congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been nonstop learning since we started. Like I said, I've never been in the manufacturing field before, so. I'm, I'm, I'm very particular about what I do and what I build. It has to be a certain way, but I had to learn how to outsource. I had to learn how to depend on other people because there's no way I could keep up by myself. Yeah. Um, hired my first employee last fall. Um, I got a young guy out of high school, you know, he's 16 years old. He's on the fishing team. So he was just a good fit. Um, and, and it's been great. We've, we've learned how to do CAD drawing. Um, we do um actually i wanted to take a community college course on how to do cad drawing but it didn't work out uh it just didn't have the time so i went to the good old youtube university and taught myself how to do cad drawings and and yeah. uh, so it just it cut a lot of time out between me giving a, a part that i had built to someone and saying hey can you draw this for me so i can send it to this guy so he can cut it out with his with his cnc laser and um, it just really cut a lot of time out. And I design all the parts myself now. And then I'll send him the files. And, you know, he cuts out certain parts for me. And, you know, learning to, to do different coatings, like powder coating and anodizing and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, it, I enjoy it because I'm, a, I'm, I'm really big into tech stuff and, and learning how to do, like, the CAD work and, and different stuff like that. And, and the things that you can do with, with 
the CAD system is it's amazing. Oh, yeah. and it, it's just like it, it just allows my imagination to go wild. And that's what I really like about fabrication and stuff like that. I like using my imagination to come up with, you know, solutions for people. Yeah, I can attest to that, man. I, I went to college for civil engineering and uh, construction management. We use CAD and stuff like that. That is a cool program. Yeah. Yeah, you, you, a crazy amount of possibilities you can design stuff with that. It's it's crazy. That's just a different subject, though. But uh, so if somebody comes to you with, with an idea, do you work with the customer in creating that? or It, it all depends. Uh, we've been real busy trying to keep up with the demand of the parts that we already have uh, mm-hmm. on the, the manufacturer's end of it. We have to look at, okay, well, how much of a market is there going to be? Is this a one-time thing? You know, we don't want to go and design a part for someone that's going to cost them $500 because yeah. it's only a one-time thing. And we, we try to explain that to our customers. And that's the biggest thing is customer service. You know, we try to be upfront and honest with everybody that way they know what they're getting into. Hey, you have a, a kayak that's not real common and it, we probably won't ever make another one. It's going to be quite expensive. You know, is this something that you're really interested in or not? And, you know, it tends to take a little time to do that too. Um, just like I said, trying to keep up with everything else. But, uh, you know, we, we de- definitely look into anything that anybody wants built. You know, I'm always, if somebody calls me up and say, hey, I have this kayak, you know, is there something that, you know, can you build me an adapter plate for the back of it? And a new one now is is uh, bow mounts for the bow mounted trolling motors. Mm-hmm. They want adapter plates for those. And we haven't really got into those yet because it's just, like I said, trying to keep up and, it, there's a there's a demand for it but like one objective they've they've gotten into that and they've been doing really well making those mounts and stuff so we kind of usually send people their way or something you know we right. we try to work together in the kayak industry and not say oh yeah we can do that because we don't want him selling it we don't want to be like that everybody works together there's business for everybody so gotcha yeah that's that's cool man I, I, that's another reason i like the kayak industry man it seems like all these companies all these companies are just like a big group of friends and it's like uh, there, there's really no drama in between them all that's what right. i like about it yeah so let's get into this uh torquedo stuff i'm gonna pull up the uh rock guard here because this is one of the first products i've ever seen by you guys yep. um you want to you want to go into this uh, r- uh rock guard for the torquedo yeah sure so we make two of them um that one there is for the the ultralight 403 motor um we the original one didn't have that profile that you see in the middle um Mm -hmm. that large teardrop shaped profile uh it had just a simple triangular shape that it it was hydrodynamic but it wasn't as hydrodynamic as that new profile and then jeff's like hey you know you think we can improve that and put some type of a graph cutter or something on the back of it and then you know, we'll figure out what we're going to call it once you get it made and it works. And so uh, I, a lot of times when someone comes to me with a, a complex idea or something that's a little bit more difficult to make, I'll, I'll look at it and I can't, if I don't get it within the first couple of minutes and it's something that will sit there in the back of my mind until, uh, you know, it, a lot of times it comes to me in the middle of the night and, and it'll be like, that's it. That's how I'm going to make it. So um, the biggest thing was, trying to make it simple to manufacture because the more difficult it is to manufacture, the harder it is to keep up with demand. It's expensive. We try to keep costs down as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, so we designed it. Um, we took it out. We tested it out like we do with, with every, all the rest of our products. Um, we beat the crap out of everything that we make just to make sure that <laughs> we're not going to have customers come out and say, Hey, you know, this broke because, that's another thing people don't understand. It's more frustrating for me when they have problems with something that I make than it is for them. Um, you know, I, I get more frustrated than they do and I do the best I can to get them new parts out as soon as possible. Um, so we made this thing and I'm like, I don't know what we're going to call this thing, Jeff. And Jeff's like, I'm going to throw something out there. He's like, why don't we just call it a grass blaster? I'm like, cool. So Jeff came out with the idea of a grass blaster. Um, so now our rock guards are made, um, it's the you know the ultralight rock card with a grass blaster on it 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. That's cool. Uh, what? What? So gra- the grass blaster. I, I've heard the thing before. But what? What exactly is it? So actually, the picture you have there. Um, I don't think I have a picture on our website of the eleven oh three rock guard. That's the eleven oh three rock guard that you have a picture of, but it doesn't have a grass blaster on it. It's a stainless steel blade that comes off of the back of the rock guard and hooks up and it hooks up uh, the same like along with the propeller. That way, if grass starts wrapping around, it actually shears it off. Um, And a lot of times if you get in a hydrilla or something, it really wraps around it. You're not going to stop that, but you can actually raise that motor up. Yeah, that right there. You can raise that motor up and throw it in reverse and it'll sling that grass right off of there in pieces. Um, huh. It won't just wrap around and clog it up. Uh, we've had guys saying, well, is there a way that you can make it so it doesn't clog up at all? Well, that's virtually impossible. We put yeah. them through some pretty stu- tough stuff. Uh, Jeff, he went down to the lower Potomac one day, and uh, he started going through the pads down there and grinding them up. And, you know, it, it, they just go. And it's like I said, it's a stainless steel blade, and uh, we've never had an issue with them. That's a good idea. I really thought about doing that. How'd you come up with the idea in the location and stuff? Like what brought about that? Like, this is where it needs to be. This is what it's going to do. It it was trial and error. Um, The first ones that we made for that cruise motor, it it was nowhere near the same thing as that. So it was, um, it was a double-sided blade that was pointing outwards. Just, it was a vertical blade and it would still get hung up on the bottom. So we were trying to figure out how to simplify it. So it was just trial and error. We'd make something and try it out. And then it just came to the point to where that, well, that's a really simple design. And, and we tried it out and it works. And, and we were surprised <laughs> that it worked as well as it did. But I mean, we put these things through everything. And uh, actually it was, it was pretty rewarding. We went to um, Louisiana for the national championship in 2019 and when we were down there, I was down there with a booth. We were right beside the torpedo booth and we were talking with a bunch of customers and stuff. And it was nice to meet people face to face finally. And then, you know, they were coming up and everybody was saying, you know, the only thing that grass blaster will not cut is that whatever the moss is that grows in the trees down there. It's, they said, it's like braided fishing line. They said, that's <laughs> the only thing that falls in the water that will not cut off of that, the prop. <laughs> when you're like well then stay out of it dude <laughs> yeah I mean, it's, it's a safety thing too so you're not having to crawl back there and trying to clean your motor off and clean your prop yeah. off and you know if you're fishing it saves you time because every second counts when you're fishing a tournament you know mm-hmm. um so that's the big thing we designed one also for the um for the pdl drive for the old town kayaks um mm-hmm. you know we designed a grass blaster for that and I actually have uh, that kayak here and I use it now, but it was one of those things where it wasn't real cost effective. I think the, it was a little profile and a stainless steel blade and it, for, we had to sell it to make a profit for like $99 and it just wasn't cost effective. And we're actually, we just sold out of those because um, we, we put them on sale at cost and, you know, just try to get them out of our inventory because they're not doing any good sitting around collecting dust. So we got rid of those, but mm-hmm. You know, it's that's where you go into, you know, weighing the cost and if it's worthwhile to make. And um, mm-hmm. we, do, we do a lot of that for sure. And I I hate telling people, no, hey, we can't do that. But sometimes you just have to. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I'm sure they understand, too. Well, they I'm maybe a few people don't. But <laughs> they're, they're, for the most part, the kayak industry, the, the customers are great. You know, everybody yeah. understands and. And like I said, customer service, trying to keep people informed. You know, a lot of times our rock guards are on the website on sale for a pre-order because we just can't keep up with demand. And, and you know, we just keep people informed. Hey, you know, they're going to powder coat or, you know, we just got them back or, you know, so they know what's going on. And, and very few people to date have ever canceled an order due to not having it within a couple of days. Wow. That's awesome. 
So how how uh, sharp is that uh, grass blade? So what we do is we we hand sharpen every one of them, and we hand sharpen it to a razor sharp blade. But then we take a palm sander because when we sharpen them, they're actually still flat. We we sharpen them before we bend them. Mm -hmm. But um, so we sharpen them, and then we take a palm sander and we go over the edges just to knock the burrs off of it, so it can't cut you. That's the biggest thing. It's it's very similar to a lawnmower blade. You know, a lawnmower blade you don't sharpen to a sharp point. It just has that beveled edge, and that's what chops the grass. So that's the same thing with this thing. Um, the first one we did that that Jeff went to try out, we made an aluminum blade and we sharpened it because we wanted it to cut everything. Everything it came in contact with, well, it, it cut Jeff's finger. Like, it, it, I'm like, yeah, we can't have that. You knew it was sharp, and and you got cut. I don't want customers getting cut, and so uh, we. We take the edge off of it so you can brush your hand on it and it's not going to cut you. Um, and then we throw that little pinch point sticker on the back of the profile so, you know, people know, hey, don't get your finger in there. It's going to pinch your finger. So it's crazy how something that little makes such a big impact when you're fishing with the motor. Yeah. It just blows my mind. Yeah. Especially in the <laughs> fall when all the grass is dying or the leaves are coming down on the water. And, you know, it's, I used to dread fishing in the fall because of, you know, when I ran my jet boat, yeah. the jet would always suck up all the leaves and stuff like that. And the grass is floating, but, um, you know, you don't have to worry about that with, with the kayaks and the, and the torpedo motors because it just, it just grinds it up and pushes it off. Yep. Another, another reason why kayaks are better than boats. Yep. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, let's see here. I'm going to go to your page here. Cause you got more Torquedo accessories. So let's talk about those. The thing that you're calling a profile is that like shroud looking thing, correct? Yeah. The part that fits over the shaft of the motor, the shaft. Yeah. So is that steel or it's metal? It's aluminum. Aluminum. Yeah. It's is the, the same. Is the rock guard aluminum or is that steel tubing? The whole thing is aluminum except aluminum. for the blade. Yep. The, the whole, the rock guard weighs less than two pounds. Cool. okay wow Heck yeah yeah so when, when we ship it out it, it gets shipped down in like a 14 inch by 14 inch square box and when you pick it up and you hand it to someone they're like is there any been anything in here because it just yeah. feels so light there's nothing in there but that was the idea and i think with the rock guard on you may lose two tenths of a mile an hour with the with the torpedo motor that's not yeah. much at all yeah, yeah so I mean, that was the, the amount of money thing. <laughs> that was the Go biggest ahead. thing with the profile was you know we didn't want to have something that was going to drag the motor down and make it slower right <clears throat> and i also see that you guys sell uh the mounts all kinds of different mounts for the torquedo uh, you sell torquedos um yep. and uh one of the things we were talking about before the show started brad wanted me to ask about it was the you also sell a foot control steering kit as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, I have a buddy who just put um, put a control a foot control in his PA-14 with his 1103. And um, he's been trying to tweak it to get it going. Uh, and um, how how's the success been with that so far? The foot control steering kits, they are they sell uh, about as fast as the rock guards do. They've been really popular. And it was one of those things where um, that steering kit is something that completely comes from other companies. So we've got Select designs for the, the slide foot pegs, uh, mm. Yak Attack for the throttle mount. Um, and of course, the stainless steel screws, the tubing comes from another company, and then the Spectre cord comes from another company. So, um, you know, that's something that we can order and it's not real time consuming for us to actually put it all together. Um, the biggest thing is we got to remember to order the stuff in time so we don't run out of stock, which happens more than we'd like to uh, to mention. But, you know, with everything going on, it's been hard to keep up. But, um, you know, with COVID and everything, it kind of slowed down a lot of shipping and a lot of production on everybody was been, you know, just backed up. So um, it's been really well. So we, we give 25 feet of spectra cord, 25 feet of tubing, which is enough for more than any kayak should ever need. And, and a lot of times it gives you extra. So if you, if you mess up and you cut your tubing too short, a lot of times you still have enough tubing left over to replace like one side or something. Um, mm. the, the throttle mount it's, uh, uh, you know, it's 
tried and true. It's proven. It's it's a Yak Attack product. They make awesome products. Um, it's really universal. It's adjustable. It works on just about any 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 kayak. Um, we also make a what we call a flush mounted throttle mount for the Torquedo throttle. Uh, it's just a flat plate, so you can mount on a kayak. So you, the uh, the Yak Attack one kind of puts it up a little bit. This is a flush mount. If you got like a lower profile setup. Or if it gets in the way of your paddle stroke or something like that, it, it keeps it a lot lower. But um, no, the we we've been really happy with the sales on the the uh, foot control steering kits, and to be able to put that together, it makes it easier for the customers to say, "Hey, you know, there's everything I need," rather than having to say, you know, do their own research and say, oh, "I need this much spectra, I need this much tubing." It just puts it all in one spot for them. And uh, a lot of times, we get customers that'll call us if they're wanting to rig their kayak and they'll say, Hey, I had this kayak. I don't, I, I don't know what I need. What do I need? So we'll kind of send them a grocery list of what they need. And then, and then they usually order it. But this kind of simplifies that process a little bit having it already together. I wish I would have known that last week because I had a buddy that was just setting up his kayak with a, a motor on the back is, and uh, he was asking me all he, all the stuff he needed. I was like, Honestly, I've never done it, dude. So I don't know. Yeah. If he hasn't done any of this yet, I'm going to send him the link to this because that's pretty sure. cool. And that's the other thing too. We have it broken down, so you can buy the Spectre cord separate, or you can buy the cord and tubing kit, which gives you the Spectre cord and the the nylon tubing you need. You can buy the throttle mount separate. You can buy the foot control separate. Whatever you need. Oh, very cool. Yeah, I see that right here. So that's another thing that we had to learn to do when we got into this. Not only manufacturing parts, how to outsource stuff. I build my own website. I do all my own website work. We do all the modifications, all the new products, take all of our own pictures, you know. Um, it, it's just, it's a, it's definitely a full-time job. A lot of times I'm working late nights after my wife and kids go to bed to, to do the computer work because during the day mm -hmm. I'm in the shop doing the fabrication work. That's cool. So you, not only are you doing fabrication, you're a retail store as well. Yes. So we do, cool. it's all, um, it, it's internet retail. Um, mm -hmm. we, we do have a few customers that are local that'll come up when they need something. Um, we keep that to a minimum The the dream, the goal, uh, in the end, in a couple of years, we would like to have our own retail store. Uh, the area that we're in, uh, you have Dick's, um locally and then you got bass pro you know mm -hmm. 45 minutes away but the, the area we're in there is no company that sells quality kayaks you know we've really? got yeah there there's and but we've got lakes uh we've got a lot of electric only lakes within 30 minutes of us um the the lower potomac river is uh mm -hmm. an hour and 20 minutes the susquehanna river is an hour and a half We've got the bay, the upper bay is about an hour and a half from us. So we've got a lot of good fisheries, but there's in our little general area, we're, we're really rural out here and there's not a, a good kayak dealer. So that's the, that's the goal in the, in the next few years is to possibly open up a retail establishment, sell kayaks, sell gear <laughs> and still do the custom work. I really, like I said, I, I enjoy the custom stuff and I've done a few custom installs in the past week. We fit them in when we can. Um, but that's the stuff I really enjoy because I like the one-on-one -on -one with the customer and seeing their faces after, when they see their kayak after we're done with it. And, you know, that's, that's what makes me happy is seeing someone else happy. Yeah. That sense of pride when something finally comes to life and you guys get to yep. see it. That's cool. Uh, you might've said this, but where, where, where are you located? Uh, we're in Mount Airy, Maryland. Okay. So we're in between Baltimore and Frederick. Okay. Uh, Delaware Paddle Sports is that out that way? Delaware Paddle Sports is about two and a half or three hours from us. They're one of our oh, dealers. Close. So okay, so we have a dealer network too, and um, our two biggest dealers are Delaware Paddle Sports and the Dugout Bait and Tackle. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, we we have there are many other dealers. Uh, Strictly Sale is one of them. But mm -hmm. you know, we have a dealer program, so we, we get dealer pricing. They can put it on their shelves. Um, we try to keep them stocked up as much as we can. Uh, like I said, it's been a grind. So they, they're, they've been real good with us and patient. You know, we, we try to be up front. Hey, when they, when they put it in order, hey, it might be 30 days before you get it. 
you know, we'll yeah. do the best we can to get it out sooner. But those go, those are all great companies that we work with and really understanding. And that's like out with any company right now, it seems, man. It's it's hard to get your hands on any product yeah. right now. It's yeah. Crazy and, times. Actually, it so like we we are a yak yak power dealer, um, mm-hmm. Select Designs, uh, yak, uh, yak Attack, um, Night Eyes. You know, so we we're a dealer of of products for for all these companies. We try to keep in stock the majority of what we sell. Um, and and every once in a while, like we'll be okay. Well, we're going to try and add this new product from this company. So we always try to add something new. Um, and get it on the website just so we can offer more to our customers. But, um, you know, it's, it's enjoyable to be in contact with all these companies and, and to partner up with them and to sell their products. And it, it's just, it's rewarding in the end. Yeah, I bet. Um, so you got a few other plates here. It looks like you guys have a lot of the kayaks on the market covered. You don't have all of them, but you have a lot of them. You got a feel free lure, bonafide, uh, new canoe pursuit, wilderness systems, uh, Hobie, uh, old town. Um, are those all made of the same aluminum that you're making the rock guard out of? Well, yes and no. So the rock guard, the profiles that we order, they are a, uh, an extruded aluminum. So like I said, it's a teardrop shape and they fit the profile of the torpedo or the, the, the shaft of the torpedo. Um, and then the rock art itself is made of half inch, um, uh, half inch round rod that's aluminum and it's all custom bent and made. We actually, we were building every one in house and then we found a local guy who's a retired veteran and, um, he has his own little fabrication shop. So now he fabricates all those for us. We get them from him. We clean them up, we fit them, we send them the powder coat, get them back, put the hardware in them, and then they're ready to go. Um, <laughs> and he, and he does great work. He's like me, he's real particular about his his end end job and he wants it to be nice he wants it to look good functional everything so we were very fortunate to find him uh the adapter plates every one of our adapter plates is made of quarter inch aluminum that's cool yeah so and every adapter plate that it's possible has uh quarter 20 taps in it so you're not having to hold nuts on the bottom of the plate you're not having to do any of that stuff it just makes it a lot simpler a lot faster install and to date, we don't have any adapter plates that we make that you have to drill into your kayak. Everything mm-hmm. we do, it fits some type of insert or uh, a hole that's already into your kayak. We don't, we don't want someone to have to buy our product and then drill a hole in their kayak because we know a lot of people aren't comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. You know, me and Jeff, we'll put holes in kayaks all day long because we know how to do it, how to do it properly, and how to, you know, if you need a uh, a backing plate on it or something like that, but you know, we, we try to make it as easy as possible for our customers. And instead of sending instructions along with what we build, all of our plates and stuff, we do an install video for every plate that we have or every product that we develop. Yeah. So uh, I was, it's funny that you mentioned that right now because <clears throat> I went down to where you had your install videos. You guys, if you have any questions in regards to any of the innovative sportsmen, installs he's got video after video after video on the website right here and it's pretty cool man it's it's good that you go into detail because that's something that's kind of frustrating sometimes you buy something and you're like i'm putting this on a plastic boat you know what i mean like you just have this feeling that i don't want to make mess it up i don't want to mess the kayak up and you know it's it's very informative very helpful that you guys willing to go and you know, take the time to record these and edit and throw them up on the website to help out anglers who are putting these, you know, putting these motors on themselves. Yep. Yeah. Cause I mean, not everybody has the ability or the know-how to put something together. You know, mm-hmm. they, they need some type of instruction. So we go over the tools it takes to do it and we try to keep all the tools very general, very simple. Um, so it's something that you would have laying around in a little toolbox or in your garage or something like that. Man, I'm just sitting here looking at this old town predator adapter plate. It's, uh, it's cool. I, I like that it's metal, and I like that you have the inserts. Really cool. Yep. I'm not gonna, not going to mention any other companies' names, but a lot of other companies are using the plastic and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You guys are using metal. I, that's that's kind of what 
makes you guys stand out more than others? It, as far as I know, we are the only company that makes it the metal adapter plates, aluminum adapter plates. Yeah, and it doesn't weigh much more than the plastic does, does it? If you go, say you take a piece of quarter-inch aluminum and a piece of quarter-inch plastic that are the same size, they're, I haven't like used a scale and actually did it, but they're very comparable in weight. The difference with plastic is a lot of times you have to use a lot thicker plastic than you would aluminum because most of your right. plastic adapter plates are half inch thick mm-hmm. and then our aluminum is is a quarter inch thick yeah i have the uh adapter plate for uh the xi3 from one objective and that thing's inch thick something yeah. like that somewhere around there yeah it, it's nice yeah. but being like i said being yours metal that's pretty cool more more durable more rigid pretty cool Dude, I'm going to have to get some foot control steering from you. <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking earlier because um, I asked Trey if he thought that I would be able to hook the foot control steering up um, and utilize it on a big speed motor. Um, I know you guys primarily work with, you know, Torquedo, so I don't mean to step on toes here, but um, no problem. I happen to have a friend who has a big speed for sale. And I'm trying to stick it in a um, in a Kilroy HD, possibly. And I've been trying to think of ways to make it removable because this will be a kayak that goes on the river, and I don't need that stuff on it. And then also, I, what I do with the kayak is I drop a second seat in it for my kids and put them in front. So I'm trying to see if I'm wondering whether or not it will fit with that seat in there. If it's something that I'd need to make removable, even, you know what I mean? I'm I, I don't right. know. So like a thousand ideas trying to go through my head because I'm trying to whittle it down to just having one kayak, not, you know, a pedal drive with a motor and then a, a riverboat as much as I would like to have that just not really possible right now. But, right. but Trey was mentioning that, you know, that he doesn't see why you wouldn't be able to rig, you know, that foot control staring up to a Bixby as well. Right. Yeah. And, and that's, like I said, with our customers, we get a lot of customers and we spend a lot of time answering emails because customers will call us up with questions. And, you know, if it's a kayak that we're not familiar with, I'll look up YouTube videos while I'm on the phone with them or while I'm emailing them or pictures and try and figure out what their application is and what parts they would need and how, how they could make it work. You know, that's part of, that's the whole thing is like I said, it's gratifying to help a customer and, and to know that I've helped someone who couldn't figure it out on their own or just made their life a little easier by helping them figure it out. Yeah. Have you seen the video of Jeff little on the killer HD trying to get the top speed out of it? And he's crammed up in the front of it. And it's absolutely hilarious. His yep. feet are all, he's kind of crammed up in there. I laugh every time yep. I watch it. I think, I think Jeff is like six foot four. So that's a whole lot of legs to cram up in there. <laughs> I didn't realize he was that tall. That's funny. Yeah. So, so Jeff's the one that kind of got me started in this, this part of my fabrication, you know, and my abilities and stuff. So we work a lot together. He, he lives 30 minutes from me. He's here a lot. We, we work on a lot of stuff together. We've always got new ideas. Um, actually, he used to call me three or four times a week with new ideas. He's kind of slacked off here in the, in the past couple of months. We've been swamped, but uh, he's always got ideas rolling around in his head. I think he stays up half the time at night thinking of different stuff or his ideas keep him up at night. And, and he'll come to me with them and he'll say, hey, this is, this is what I want to do. This is how I want it to work. How can we make it work? So um, yeah, it, we work well together because he gets a lot of ideas and then he's not exactly how to, sh- how to put them into play, how to make them work. But, um, mm-hmm. together we normally figure it out and then we go test it. We, you know, we film together. I, I go out with him on the, on the water and we film a lot and testing products. And, uh, we do a lot of filming with Jake Harshman. You know, he tests out a lot of our products because Jake Harshman, Honestly, if anybody can break it, he can break it. So <laughs> we, we like to put it in his hands so we know what the weak spots are. But uh, why, why does that not surprise me? I, I follow him on Instagram and it just seems like like I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Didn't I see a video of him getting sick as a dog? Yes. That's a yeah, tournament. That was, that was at Kissimmee. He, he had food poisoning. And uh, 
Yeah, Jake, he, uh, he doesn't have much of a filter. He like, you know, he's real funny and uh, you know, he just Jake is Jake and he likes to have a good time and he shares it all the good, the bad and the ugly. Yeah. <laughs> he's been a guest on uh one of the shows on Pound on Fin before, so Yeah. Yeah, he's he's definitely no stranger. He can catch fish too. Absolutely. Yep. Cool. Man. Yeah, he fishes. We fish together in the local MAKBF tournaments that we fish. Uh, he actually is fishing a lot of Delaware paddle sports stuff this year, uh, their kayak series. And I'm going to try and fish a couple of those events too. Yeah, that's cool. I've heard good things about MAKBF. Yeah, they're they're a good group of guys. That, um, they're growing. You know, they they have an awesome tournament trail this year. We've got some. So we've got some good fisheries, but we've also got them at a good part of the year where, where we could get some really good bags. Um, we're fishing a lake on Saturday that is known for huge fish, but it's also known to be tough. It's a deep, clear water lake. Um, they actually just started filling it this uh, on April 1st. They started filling it. So it's been eight foot low all winter long because they draw it down for the winter. Mm-hmm. Um and so it'll be interesting to see how it fishes. That's where I was at. Uh, when you messaged me earlier today, that's where I was at. I was going out and I had my graph and I was trying to map some stuff out and find some brush piles and stuff like that. I only took two rods and, and I didn't take any extra baits because I know if I take all my tackle, I'll do less time graphing and more try- time trying to catch fish. So I only yeah. took a couple of baits that I, I figured, you know, if I'm going to catch one, it's going to be a big one on these baits. But I knew I weren't. I wasn't going to throw them the whole time I was out there, and it would give me more time to actually graph and do the things I set out there to do. That's cool. Yeah, I need. I need to get back into doing the tournaments, man. I've mi- I missed the first one this year. Uh, it is so if, it is. I, if I don't do the tournament thing, um, and if if Jeff and I weren't, you know, really good friends, I would never fish. I have to. So I, I do the tournament thing because I, I like being competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, it also helps, you know, that I am a member of the community that I do a lot of work for, right. you know, I learn, I get to meet a lot of the people that I do work for, but, um, so it, it allows me to get out of the shop because otherwise I would just spend all my time in the shop. I, I mean, I coach my kids in sports that helps too, but it, sometimes I just need that break from the shop so I don't get burned out. Yeah. And I was going to mention that, um, I imagine you do work a lot. So that, that is a good balance doing those tournaments forces you get out. I like it. Yep. Yeah. Um, I try to make myself a schedule. So I, you know, I stick to it. If, if I don't have some type of a plan or a schedule, I'll just say, Oh, I got work to do. I don't have time for that. Yeah. I, I do the same thing. I need that routine. Josh, you're right over there. Yeah, yeah. Um, my kids are keep coming down talking to me. <laughs> I see that. I didn't know you had them tonight. My bad. Yeah. No, it's okay. Um, I yeah, I've got them for like the next four days since we have the Dale Hollow open. So, gotcha. <clears throat> yeah. But yeah, that's cool, man. You should come down for that. It'd be awesome. What's that? We uh, paddle and fin. We're doing a uh, tournament trail, and uh, down at Dale Hollow is the first stop of the trail, and it's a regional trail. Um. Yeah, it's gonna be a blast. When's that? This April weekend, ninth, tenth, and eleventh. <laughs> I'll I'll be on Marburg trying to catch some big ones. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot yeah. you got a tournament. Well, heck, but yeah. if you guys are looking for you know torpedo rigging solutions, you know, like you said, you have the foot control steering. I've heard nothing but good things about that foot control steering you have the spectra cable available that you don't have to buy the torpedo package for that you know hit up innovative sportsman man it'll you know they break it down and you know these adapter plates they're metal like brad and then you know brad and trey had talked about man and you know that's just uh, that's one of those things i i'm a big fan of that too because i you tend to see plastic likes to flex Mm-hmm. so you know something durable you know it's one of those things it's like buy it once and you'll probably be done and that's it you know so um you guys are putting out some amazing work man and you know your name says it you guys are innovative the idea of coming up with the uh, rock guard and the um the grass blaster <laughs> when i when you guys came up with that I, it took me forever to figure out what you were talking about mm-hmm. i thought you made a new prop like you know what i mean like i was like they must this thing 
must be some seriously sharp plastic. I have no idea what they're talking about. Like this thing's just sawing through grass like no other. But, you know, like after a while, I kind of did a little bit more research and figured it out. And that's awesome, man. It's a, a really good idea because right where you see that location of is right there where the prop is. And, you know, any kind of motor, whether it's a pedal drive or whatever, that is exactly where it gets twisted and stuck right there. And it stays there. And um, it's a great, great idea. And I hope, you know, it's, I'm excited to see what else you guys come up with because it's, it's been cool to see see these new ideas. Yeah, we've got a drawing board full of stuff. So, um, you know, we're always coming up with something and there's always something new in the shop. We're we're trying to, you know, a lot of our products are geared towards the Torquedo motor, but, you know, if anybody has any questions for sure, you know, we're, we're willing to go anywhere with it and try to make any parts. Um, but Torquedo, you know, we, we do a lot of stuff for their motors cause they're great motors and, and they're fast. Everybody knows they're fast and they, they last, the batteries last a long time. You know, we run them. Um, I don't only sell them, I use them. So it helps me help other people with problems they may have or if it'll work on their kayak or you know just it's we just like answering questions and helping people out so if anybody has any questions with any of our products feel free to reach out to us our numbers on our website there's a there's a, a contact form you can fill out and we try to get back to everybody as soon as we can sweet and as you guys can see on the ticker down here you can find them at innovative sportsman on instagram and facebook yep we try to keep up with all the social media. Sometimes that's a little tough, but you know, there's so many platforms out there. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, we, it, it's, it's fun to see the interaction and the customers that post stuff too. I mean, it's, it's really rewarding to see them out there doing what they do and, and enjoying our products on their kayaks. Yeah. So speaking of, you know, the drawing board, do you have any, like upcoming or just ideas you'd want to kind of share? I always ask this question because we always get no, but <laughs> it's hilarious because sometimes once in a blue moon, somebody's like, well, yeah, but you know what? I just got, you know, permission to talk <laughs> about this. So you guys got anything new you would you kind of want to showcase or like, you know, hint on nothing, nothing really groundbreaking. Just, you know, new kayaks that, that we're looking to put a different plate or something on like that. Um, you know, we've got some products coming out too for the larger Torquedo motors, the cruise motors and stuff. We actually have a rock bird with a, with a grass blaster coming out for that. Um, we actually, the, the person testing that rock guard is Brian Stockel or Brian, the carpenter from the Ike live show. You mm -hmm. know, he's been testing that rock guard for about a year now uh we met with him and installed it and did some fishing on the upper bay up here with him um great group of guys there where you know we we try to get something out there and test it for a, a good period of time to make sure it's going to hold up so we've got that um and it, there's a, a stick steering setup for the travel motor that we're coming out with i don't know if you ever, you guys saw the videos from uh jeff his uh youtube page where we did the the john boat install with yeah. a travel motor so that we we developed the stick steering setup for that boat so you can actually sit up front and run your torpedo with a stick steer and and hmm. fish and we actually went down and filmed in delaware for that and that was a good time um that one's a very very complex setup it's a lot of moving parts with that one yeah. so that one's been taking some time but uh and then we've got uh for the for also for the travel motors we're developing so it, like up in the, the Great Lakes and stuff, the guys at Walleye Fish, they have uh, kicker motors that they troll with. Well, we're developing uh, an accessory for the travel motor that they can hook the travel motor to their big motor so they can actually steer from the console to their big motor and steer the travel motor also. Um, actually, me and my employee just went out on his boat the other day on a local electric only lake and we put a travel motor on the back of it and hooked that steering up. It was pretty awesome to be able to use that big boat on that lake and mm -hmm. use the console to not have to sit back there with a tiller steer on the transom. That nice. is cool. So that's stuff that's been in the works for a while. Um, I mean, we got, we've got a couple of really, really big ideas that we've been working on for about, uh, six to eight months right now. I can't go into any, any details of that, but um, it's something completely different from us. And it's a, 
uh, it's a whole different realm for innovative sportsmen. Well, so we'll, we'll, we'll keep our gonna, eyes out, man. And yeah, we're hoping to have out something for the summer, summer of uh, 2021. So that's what we're hoping. We're going to have Thank to get you. you back on the show then. Yeah, sure. <laughs> awesome. Looking forward to it. Yeah, I don't, I don't got anything else. Josh, you got anything else? No, man, but I appreciate you taking the time to, you know, come on and talk with us. And, you know, it's it's um, I've been following what you guys have been doing for the past few years. And it's it's been cool, like I said before, to see what you guys come up with. It is truly innovative what you guys are doing. Um, you're making improvements on, you know, the kayak angler in mind. You are taking a product that is superior in the game when it comes to kayak motors and you're making it that much more better. You know, you're, you're putting solid, putting it on a solid mount. And, you know, I think, um, I think what you guys are doing is really, really cool. And, you know, I wish you guys nothing but best of luck, man. Appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, no, no problem. problem. With that said, I guess we'll end it here, man. Uh, good episode. Uh, guys, this will air Thursday, so we might be seeing you Thursday, right? Josh, you going Thursday, Friday? What are you doing? Yep. I'm leaving Thursday morning, so. There you go. If you're listening to this, you're probably only a few hours away from seeing Josh, so. <laughs> Yay. Are you going? Yeah, I will probably will. Yeah, I'll be there Friday. Friday night. <laughs> There's this gray area. Trey, I've been yelling at him for like three weeks just to say yes or no, but it's always <laughs> maybe. Which means no, and Brad Brad's language is no. I'm like, no. <laughs> All right. All right. We'll see you guys next week. All Have right. a good one. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode on Paddle and Finn. Don't forget to go check out our website at paddle, the letter N, and fin.com. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel at Paddle and Finn. If you got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest on a future episode, feel free to email us at paddle, the letter N, and fin at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Paddle and Finn on Facebook and Instagram. Shout out to our show supporters, Angler, the Angler button and app just makes for a better time on the water and creates a virtual logbook for every fishing outing out on the water. Shout out to Rocktown Adventures, located in Northern Illinois, for all your kayaking, camping, and hiking needs. Shout out to Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com.